This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today, we are talking about stock. And this is completely unrelated to my other job as a personal finance columnist. Yeah, not that kind of stock. We're talking about the kind of stock that is also often called broth. Or bouillon. Yes, indeed, if you are Francais. (laughs) Um, Actually, maybe we should talk a little bit about, is there a difference between stock and broth? I was afraid you were going to ask that. Yeah, I don't me know. too. I was afraid I was going to ask that. I mean, I think I think if you ask like a fancy type of cook, um, they'll say that uh, that stock is like basically flavorless. It just adds that special something, um, and broth is is the basis for a soup. But I think in practice, no, nobody's really that nerdy, are they? I I thought stock was always maybe a little like richer than broth. See, this is this is evidence to me that that there is in fact no difference. Okay, okay. Well, let's go with that then. Okay, okay. We hope we're right. For the rest of the show, we'll refer to it as Brock. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, my childhood best friend dated a guy in college named Brock. Uh-huh. Isn't that like just a dude name? Yeah. Brock. It's like brick. It's in so fact, manly. I, I knew a guy named Brick. Actually, this is not this is not a joke. Really? Yeah. There was a guy I went to middle school with named Brick. Wow. I, I'm not sure if that was on his birth certificate. We're kind of getting off the topic, aren't Maybe we? Maybe we are. Yeah. Okay. I'm just well, rev- reminiscing about, about hunks I've known. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll cut that part. Okay. All right. <laughs> anyway, so especially among, uh, among the crowd of people who like to cook out there and who consider themselves, you know, uh, well-versed in food, mm-hmm. there's a lot of hand-wringing about stock. And, you know, you're supposed to make your own. Just you're supposed to make your own. That's what we hear. I think. And and if you if you don't, you you may be less of a person. Yeah, I know. I've always worried about that personally. Sometimes I can't fall asleep at night worrying that maybe I'm less of a person because sometimes I use store bought stock. Well, and if the truth uh, is out, you you could be making stock during that time when you're lying awake. <laughs> I could be. I could be. So how often do you make stock? That's a very personal question, isn't it? You know, here's the here's the truth. I will sort of get on a little tear and I will make stock like a couple of times in one month and I'll stash a bunch of it away in the freezer and Mm -hmm. I'll be very pleased with myself. And then 
easily four months will go by, during which I, I certainly make things that need stock, and I buy it instead. Now, when you, uh, when you put it in the freezer, do you, like, boil it down first and concentrate it? I don't. I don't. I actually, um, the last time I made it, I portioned it out into, like, sandwich size baggies. Yeah, I like to And froze them lying on their sides so they were flat. And then I put them all in a freezer bag. And that was really great. Then I could thaw out only as much as I needed if I just needed, you know, a couple cups for a, a braise or something. Yeah, I like to do that. But I like to reduce the stock by, like, three quarters first. Just boil the hell out of it, which uh, it makes it easier to store. And it's it's kind of more malleable in the bag, so it's easier to break a chunk off without uh-huh. having to thaw the whole thing. And it turns the house into a sauna. Wow. Or I guess I guess I mean a steam room. A sauna is the dry one, right? Well, that's reason alone to do it. Yeah. Wow, that's great. How often do you make stock? Um, probably about twice a year. <laughs> okay, well, I think we're we're about on the same page here. I would say maybe I do it four times a year. Yeah. But still, I, I mean, I feel like we're outing ourselves. I, I feel like, like we need to remind people that we're still talking about stock. Right. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I do it about twice a year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, when you do buy stock, I mean, there's there are many formats to choose from. Yes. And we are today going to be tasting a whole bunch of different formats of stock, including some homemade stock that I made yesterday. Is this going to be a vertical tasting or a horizontal tasting? I believe a horizontal tasting is when you're tasting something that knocks you on your ass and you have to lie down. <laughs> and a vertical tasting is when you have to stand up and say, whoa. I think this is going to be a horizontal tasting. <laughs> okay. Then. I don't know that this is going to lead to much excitement. Okay. But we hope that it'll be instructive. So today we're going to be tasting stock made from bouillon cubes. Uh-huh. Stock made from... Which you may know as bouillon cubes if you come from America. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> we're also going to be tasting stock made from better than bouillon. <laughs> Did I get that right? <laughs> Sorry. I didn't mean to give you a complex. Well, now I feel like one of those like super snobby people who has to pronounce every foreign language word in its original language. And I don't mean to be that person. I really don't. I don't know. Sometimes I sometimes I mean to be that person, and sometimes I mean to make fun of that person. I want to have it both ways. Okay. Well, anyway, <clears throat> better than bouillon bouillon. Um, we're going to be tasting that, and we're also going to be tasting stock from a can, stock from a box, and my homemade stock. Stock from a box. Stock from a box. The box that stocks. Let's get to it, shall we? All right. Let's do that. Okay, so we should specify before we go any further that we are concentrating on chicken and chicken flavored broths slash stocks today. Yeah, broths. yeah, we had to we had to narrow it down somehow, and we thought chicken was sort of the universal broth. Yes, it is. It's uh, it's the Jewish penicillin. It's the Chinese acupuncture. It's <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we're going to begin, and maybe this is an unfair place to begin, but we're going to begin with homemade stock. Yeah, well, we we'll think see. That, we'll you know, see what's fair. Yeah, I, I, I tend to think that homemade stock is probably the standard we should be measuring against, right? I mean, I, isn't I would that assume what we're aiming so. for? Okay. So this stock I made yesterday using the recipe in the Zuni Cafe cookbook. The one, the one with the uh, bread salad. Except the stock doesn't have bread salad in it. Damn, I but love yes. that stock. <laughs> but anyway, um, this stock is kind of unusual in that um, it's actually made from from a whole chicken or almost a whole chicken. Judy Rogers calls for you to have the breasts cut off and save those for another use. I just threw the whole chicken in the mm-hmm. pot. So it's as chicken stocks go, it's kind of more expensive, a little more precious in that you have to buy a fresh chicken for it. Oh, that's good. It's, it's rounded. It's got body probably from the chicken body. Mmm, that is really nice. Yeah. It has a wonderful chicken flavor, yet you can also see how it'd be a wonderful neutral base. 
for various dishes. So it's it's a broth and a stock in one. Uh, so that was really lovely. That sets the standard for me, I would say. All right. So next we have the, the Imagine free-range chicken broth in a box. Yeah. And this is available at, you know, health food stores, nice grocery stores. And that, compared to, compared to your stock, doesn't taste like anything. Oh, my gosh. It tastes like water, pretty wow. much. Wow. That tastes like water with um, kind of a tinny tick tinny chicken flavor <laughs> tinny tinny chicken <laughs> tinny chicken flavor wow i'm amazed at how bad that is okay moving okay let's right move along. on to swanson swanson natural goodness in a can matthew taste that okay that's not bad at all that's not bad at all i mean it's it's i would say it's saltier it's than, saltier than your homemade it's broth saltier even. than homemade stock but wow it has a real chicken flavor it has nice body you know i i think that i've tended not to buy swanson canned stock because i felt like I couldn't ensure that the chicken was raised in ways that could make me feel good about buying it. No, I'm sure you can't ensure that. And that, so it makes me kind of sad. Like, I, I would really love to buy this stock now, but I wish that I could find a stock from a free-range chicken that they tasted have, that good. They have Swanson Organic. Really? Yes. Do you think it's free-range? Um, I think organic, by definition, has to be free-range. I, I think it has to be at least as free-range as this one that didn't taste like anything. Right. Okay. Well, wow, that's really good to know about. Okay. So, well, let's move on now to the bouillon cubes. Oh, boy. I can't wait for this. We saved these for last <laughs> because we were <laughs> saving the best for last. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. We'll, uh, we'll do some reconstituting and get right back to you. All right, we're back. We're back with bouillon. And uh, we've been boiling some water. It's been really exciting here. Very steamy. You're listening to bouillon and bouillon. Uh, okay, so we have, we have better than bouillon, which is, it's the sludge one. Mm-hmm. And we have a, a knorr uh, bouillon cube. I think we should begin, uh, before we actually taste these, we should smell the actual bouillon paste or cube. Oh, that's how I begin every day. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing gets you going in the morning like the fresh scent of bouillon. Okay. Cubes. <laughs> okay. Well, let's, uh, uh, should we start with the better than, than bouillon or the, uh, the canor? How about the canor? Okay. I'm psyched about this. You ready? Here we go. It's scary looking, isn't it? Oh, it really smells like dog food. Whoa. Yeah. That's terrible. Wow. I never knew. It, it smells fishy. And yeah, it smells it does. like dog food. Actually, it kind of smells like my dog's food because he eats a fish-based food. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy that I could contribute this <laughs> this sensory knowledge. Yesterday, yesterday, as as evidence of uh, of my great sense of humor, I was laughing hysterically at a Garfield strip uh, in which Garfield finds a dead fish in a bag, and that's the entire joke. Wow! Mm-hmm. And you laughed hysterically. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, this is off topic, but did do you do you get the New Yorker? No. Oh, there's this great cartoon in it where it shows this couple, this man and wife sitting on the couch, and the woman's kind of got this crazed look in her eye, and up above it says the freelance life. <laughs> and the man the man is saying to the woman, Honey, I'm still home. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. It was awesome, especially because the woman was like, "Have you considered doing your own show where every day you um, you read a New Yorker cartoon on the radio?" I haven't. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited to taste taste the canor in liquid form. Wonderful. Let's get to it. I'm actually a little scared. Yeah, it's it's brownish. Hmm. It's not terrible. It's very mild and um, salty. Just kind of salty. This tastes like the chicken powder that you would put in with ramen. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. It, it's probably the same stuff. I mean, it's mostly, let's look at the ingredients on this. It's uh, salt, MSG, palm oil, autolyzed yeast extract, hydrolyzed corn protein, lactose, sugar, water, and finally, uh, we get to chicken fat. I did notice there was there was more fat than I expected sort of glistening on the top of it. Well, the amazing thing about this ingredient list is that the literally the last thing on the list is chicken meat. I mean, after like tartaric acid. So there's so there's, you know, several molecules of chicken meat. And the meat. sad thing is that it's not like it tastes bad. No, it really doesn't taste bad. It's frightening to me. It's loaded with MSG. I kind of love MSG. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm not I'm not knocking it. So should we try the, the better than bouillon? Let's do. Let's, uh, let's be sure to g- take a good whiff before. I'm, I'm unscrewing the jar. If we, if we start a trend of, of teens having bouillon sniffing parties, I'm going to feel really guilty. This smells very vegetal to me. Yeah, I don't even know what to compare that to. I mean, it sort of smells like an art gallery. <laughs> <laughs> I, what, it, what does that mean? Well, it's, it's kind, of, kind of like sterile and kind of uh you know we we've used some some high quality cleaning products it, it doesn't it doesn't smell like much of anything food like to it me. smells like celery yeah i see what you mean but i'm sticking with art gallery maybe okay. art gallery smell like celery okay well let's let's taste the reconstituted okay and it's, it's important to swirl this in the glass because it tends to settle to the bottom <laughs> well maybe. we we also want to release the aroma yes mm, i taste the celery yeah, now I definitely do. It's it's it, it is better than bouillon in a sense in that it's it's sort of like canned broth crossed with bouillon. Yeah, it definitely has a more round flavor than mm-hmm. bouillon, like the way that the chicken broth really um as you have it in your mouth, you go through many different sort of tasting notes. Yeah, faces yeah. of life. I just like to carry a mouthful of chicken stock with me everywhere I go. <laughs> it's like how Pruse took his fried chicken and dipped it in the chicken stock and and it brought back so many memories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, better than bouillon, I do think, is better than a bouillon cube. But uh, you know, I wouldn't use it for for making chicken noodle soup, where the broth is the whole point. But I would use it for a recipe that calls for like two tablespoons of broth. Well, and the good news is, is that on the ingredients list, chicken meat is the first ingredient. That is an improvement over over the canoe, where it's the last ingredient, and it is available in organic. Oh yeah, I think I actually maybe have the organic. Uh, maybe not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm really glad I pointed that out. (laughs) Or maybe not. (laughs) Anyway, huh. So what do you you think? The Swanson was surprisingly good. I I think, I I do think the homemade stock was definitely the best. I kind of want to drink more of the Swanson. Yeah. I think it's the saltiness of it. Yeah. Kind of, you know, the kind of salty where maybe you might want to sit down and have a cup of it, like while you watch a football game or something instead of eating some pretzels. (laughs) Is that something people do? They say, let's get the guys over to watch the game and, and, and mainline some broth. <laughs> yeah, let's get the guys over to drink some chicken stock. <laughs> wow, that sounds really manly. Yeah, no, no, you got you to gotta go with beef stock for that. <laughs> you're trying to emasculate America here. <laughs> you're right, you're right. I, I'm always so wrong on these kinds of manly issues. I'm the, I'm the authority here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so glad that you're here doing this show with me. Otherwise, this would turn into a conversation about like puppies and sunshine and the color pink. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna need to drink some beef stock uh, after that litany just get just to get back to equilibrium level yeah. of testosterone. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll post the results of this maybe with a couple tasting notes on uh, on on our site, which is spilledmilkpodcast.com. Yes. 
But so do we want to do we want to sum up? Yeah, I think I think we should sum up. Our favorites were homemade homemade stock, duh. But if you're not in a homemade stock place in your life, Swanson totally acceptable. Swanson totally acceptable. That really surprised me. Good good stuff. I mean, I will I will definitely keep uh, keep some Swanson, preferably Swanson organic yeah. around. And yeah. uh, and better than bullion. For, for what it is, you know, you can get a lot of it for not very much money because mm-hmm. it, it would reconstitute into like a bathtub full of bullion, <laughs> which is what I'm going to do after the show. And um, <laughs> I, I think I saw this in a New Yorker cartoon. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but it, it, it's, uh, it serves its purpose admirably. You know, when I have time, I'm going to keep making stock because I really do think it tastes great. And I kind of like the process of it. I like, uh, you know, that it just sits there and burbles quietly. What do you what do you like to do while it's burbling? Oh, what can't I do while it's burbling? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) anyway, I get lots of things done. Okay, good. Anyway, but I'm going to feel proud the next time that I reach for some grocery store stock. I'm not going to feel like I'm making a compromise. I think we have we have achieved something here matthew we've we've dialed down the shame i think that's we what have. we're all about here whether it's whether it's puffy snacks or stock we're giving we're giving you the the freedom to uh, <laughs> to, to <laughs> compromise your your ideals and and become a little less of yourself <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> this is this, my self-help book is going to be coming out it's it's, <laughs> it's called be less dial down the shame <laughs> Well, <clears throat> thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. <laughs> wait, wait, I'm not, I'm not done. I'm not done. Okay. We're, it's going to be like a four-week program. And by, by <laughs> the, the end, you're just going to... Yeah, yeah okay. by the end, you're just going to lay around the house in sweats, <laughs> eating better than bouillon out of the jar <laughs> with a spoon. <laughs> that sounds great. And you're going to love yourself for That it. sounds great. I already have a graphic... A logo for you already. Okay, can you can you explain the logo in well, words just in get- the same way you do on your hit show where you <laughs> talk through the New Yorker cartoon? <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be the letter B and then the less than sign, like in in, ma- oh. in mathematics. Isn't that catchy? Oh, and the the less than sign can nestle between like the the <laughs> well, bosoms kidding. of the B. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm liking this. Okay. Well, now that we've got your graphic identity, and <laughs> <laughs> it boy, it's way to graphic. get graphic. Yeah. <laughs> We're ready to launch the be less self betterment program, mm-hmm. or worsement. Yeah. Uh, well, well, thank you for listening to spilled milk. <laughs> see, how I, see how I turned that that that, that sawed, sawed off radio shotgun on you. Thanks. Thanks. Okay. Ahem. Thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. The show better known as Brock. I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. I think we're really onto something here with our, our offshoot radio show. Yeah. What would it be called? Um words uh um it would be called a thousand words. Get it? No. This episode is brought to you by Town Place Suites by Marriott. 
Whether you're traveling for work or just enjoying a relaxing week away, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the comforts of home. Yeah, and if you're a spilled milk listener, we bet that sometimes you want to cook when you travel. And Town Place Suites by Marriott has a Weber grill on the patio. They've got a microwave, dishwasher, stovetop, full-size refrigerator. You are good to go. In other words, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the amenities you need to feel at home during your stay. Find the comforts of home at Town Place Suites. Go there with Marriott Bonvoy.